All right, good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, everybody. Today is Thursday, June 24th, 2021, and I did want to say that the reason why we did not have a news episode as we normally do, uh, smack center in the middle of the week, is because... Folks, I mean, it was all COVID stuff. We'll we'll uh, we'll definitely make up for it by doing a news episode tomorrow and Sunday as well. But I mean, I have to say, when I when I see all COVID stuff, uh, whether it's mainstream media, independent fa- uh, reporters, and things like that, I don't really report it because I mean, I feel like it's you know at this point, res- with all due respect to you know it's a waste of time right so anyways um respectfully as well too to everybody if you could please keep uh keep pace with this because there's going to be a lot of things we're going to be discussing here that really does have to do with a lot of things we'll be covering in members episodes and all that stuff moving forward so let's jump right into it as always this will be events from around the world so first off warren buffin has resigned from the trustee post at the bill and melinda gates foundation and it's very well known that warren buffett and bill gates are good friends i don't want to spend too much time on this it's pretty simple i mean the optics seem pretty clear unless we're missing a lot of context either way though of course he was going to step down after the divorce and things like that between bill and melinda you know at, at the at the same time too i mean let's be honest warren buffett bill gates these guys are getting old in terms of age generally speaking right like what are they going to do sit on these boards forever um with that being said though i would dare to say that warren buffett definitely did not step down in this case due to his age but you know at the same time how long can you keep this going for You know what I mean? And I say this specifically to the elites of the world, the people who really, you know, hand out. It's a it's called crony capitalism, as they say. It's in pure theory. It looks like capitalism. But, you know, they hand out contracts to their buddies and things like that. It's just, you know, they they make no bid contracts or only, you know, certain contracts for certain jobs or work in general uh, for only a certain amount of companies, which just so happen to be, you know, the companies that their good friends own. So, again, it's just it keeps going in that circle. And it's pretty common sense what has happened So the next thing is that Kamala Harris is finally visiting the border just a few days before Trump is set to go. And I'll be honest, Trump put out a a press release shortly after this was announced. And he said he goes, he uh, he basically, as he in normal Trump fashion, bragged and took the credit that he was the reason Kamala is going to the border. And I'll be honest with you, I think this time around, I would very, very likely go with that theory. And the reason why I say that is because think about if you're if you're the vice president, you haven't been to the border yet, but you've been assigned to manage the border crisis. Right. And I'm not going to harp on that because I think enough people know about that. But the point is this. You have your press team, you have your aides, you have your staff around you and they say to you, Mr. or Mrs. Vice President, you haven't been to the place that you're supposed to be bringing, you know, uh, uh, I guess you could say prosperity and organization to, if you will. And now the former president who you called, you know, a terrible person and things like that is going to be there before you. Oh, that looks bad. So you can bet your ass, pardon my English, that Kamala's press team definitely and scheduling team definitely made time for her to go to the border before Trump does. I mean, come on, what are the odds, folks? She's had all this time to go. And just a handful of weeks ago in that interview when she said to, I believe it was Lester Holt, which I'm surprised he pressed her on. She said, he said to her, but you haven't been to the border. And she goes, well, I haven't been to Europe either. What's your point? Are you kidding me? You know what I mean? So, again, I, I'll be honest with you. If uh, Whether or not this was to not look good in front of Trump or if she had planned to go before, which I doubt. Trump seemed to, at least from a, an aesthetic and optical perspective, Trump seemed to have made her do it. So, I mean, hey. Um, so, yeah. The next thing, now this is big, I want to make this a very important point for uh, members and for all that because I love to talk about this in public episodes, in the main episodes, but I'd be banned in a second, so it's going to have to be on Patreon. But uh, John McAfee uh, has been found dead in his prison cell after a Spanish court approved his extradition to the U.S. Now, 
Some people call him McAfee or McAfee. He is the uh, founder and creator um, of the antivirus McAfee software that has been used for so long in so many uh, PCs. I don't know if it's available on Mac, but anyways, the point is, is that a lot of us grew up with seeing that name pop up every time you open your PC or you looked at your antivirus type of uh, a program or software. A lot of you saw McAfee. That was him. Now, he has a very interesting past, and the reason why I say interesting is not because he's at fault, but his past, and I say this very generally because I don't have enough time in this Kraken episode to delve into it, but his past reminds me very much of a Snowden Assange type past. Now, was he perfect? No, he has admitted to having teenage girlfriends and things like that, so I have to be very careful in terms of making it seem like I'm defending the guy because I do not want to make it seem like that at all. With that being said, it seems that he was embroiled in the sort of elite world of, of sex trafficking, and I say that carefully, but I think more importantly than that, he had evidence on corrupt CIA agents or CIA agents that actually knew what they were doing, but he presumed them to be corrupt from an external perspective again not knowing what specific operation or sub-operation was going on there right so I'm not trying to be for him nor against him but this is shady nonetheless folks and again this is very similar to the Epstein situation we can speculate all we want but if you can't prove it no one's going to jail right so with that being said I do want to say that that is I very briefly touched on the John McAfee situation just right now. I want to make that very clear. In the members' episodes on Patreon, we'll be going into it much more. The next thing is that 184 countries at the United Nations voted to demand an end to the U.S. blockade on Cuba, adopting the U.N. resolution, which, ha which calls the name, which is called, excuse me, quote, necessity of ending the economic, commercial, and financial embargo imposed by the USA against Cuba, end quote. Only two countries voted against this by the way, the U.S. and Israel. Again, folks, I'm not trying to say this towards any of you individually. I'm just trying to say to the people who, you know, have said to me and many others, oh, you know, the, the whole thing about Israel having, you know, and Mossad having deep influential ties in America, you're conflating that with racism. No, 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 folks, not at all. It's, but I mean, what does that tell you right there? How much more evidence do we need or data points, if you want to call it, as we call it here on the show and in the community, how much more of that do we need to see to say, listen, there are clear ties. The U.S. and Israel are very close. Some argue that, you know, um, the U.S. is Israel in certain industries just because of the monopoly certain companies have on certain American industries. You know, again, the owners are Jewish with uh, connections to the Mossad, things like this. I'm not making this stuff up, folks, right? With that being said, again, I want to make it very clear. That does not mean we go and say, oh, you know, as the, the saying usually goes, oh, the Jews run Hollywood or this or that. No, absolutely not. With that being said, though, when you look at things like this, is that not clear indication of some type of, you know, a correlation or intermingling, right? So, again, I just want to make that point to, to establish my, my position on this. But um, the next thing is that a Democratic Senator, Sheldon Whitehouse, uh, is facing some serious controversy because he's a part of some a yacht club that's an all-white club. And um, he basically admitted to it, but he dodged the questions at first when he was asked it by the press. But he eventually admitted to it saying, yes, does the club lack diversity? Yes. So, again... If it's a club, folks, in my humble opinion, if it's a club, again, elite rich club, in my personal perspective, part of my English, fuck that shit. But let's just assume in a hypothetical world. Let's just say, for example, you or I are part of the elites. We're super rich. There's this there's this yacht club, as they call it. If it's known externally as being like an all-white club or this or that, but they're actually not racist in the club, then that's just falsification of the way word spreads around, right? With that being said, if these are rich white people who don't like anything other than white people... The f part of my English, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm not saying to just let people in, but for me, it, I'm a very simple person personally. If I'm rich, 
or you know, let's just say in this case, if I'm rich and there's a, a rich person's club, if there's an African American or an Asian who's rich, who or who has money, who's wealthy, what's wrong with them joining the club too? That's my perspective. It's again, I don't know how this goes back to the the basic concept of racism, from my understanding, right? So, again, you all know where I stand on that, and. Um, this uh, Senator Sheldon will have much more to answer for. That is for certain. And if not, then, I mean, look, <laughs> I guess whoever the people that voted him in respectively don't care that he's in this club. And look, maybe that's fine, too. Right. It's it's not for me to say. Uh, the next thing is that according to a new book that um, a new book, excuse me, Fauci resisted Trump's direct call to cancel a research grant to EcoHealth Alliance. And for those who don't know, EcoHealth Alliance is the organization or institution that was basically funded by the NIH and what have you and were given grants if you want to call it in order to continue gain of function research at the Wuhan lab right with that being said that's the thing Dr. Fauci when he testified in pure theory he was telling the truth when he said the NIH we don't fund that type of stuff no but you gave grants to a company that then funds it so yeah you're watching your words you're kind of dancing around it but let's be real Fauci the head of it you don't think he knew about certain bioweapons and classified programs of course he did right so you know um, the uh, next thing is that Gavin Newsom, uh, the Gavin Newsom recall election is officially on with less than 50 sig signatures being removed from the petition document out of the millions that signed it. So I think it was just north of 2 million signatures um, uh, by the, the people of California, in the state of California to have Gavin Newsom removed. And basically when a recall election happens, from my understanding of the, the um, official process, they ask one final time, does anyone want to remove their signatures? Because, you know, maybe you change your mind about it or maybe you were just honest trolling and this is not reflective of your actual belief of having your governor removed right in this case man when you got over two million signatures from my if i uh, assuming that number is correct based on my memory and only 50 people or just under remove their signatures oh you can bet your ass that election is happening <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll see what happens there and who replaces him right be interesting to see what um if, if Caitlyn Jenner stands a chance uh, politically. So uh, the next thing now, this is big as well, is that the UK and Russia basically went went at it, if you will, over the Black Sea, a warship incident. Now, OK, long story short, Russia, you know, according to the rest of the world, and I say that because I'm trying to say it in an unbiased way and not defend Russia or go against them, they, you know, annexed Crimea, annexed Crimea, if you will, right? Now, the Black Sea has certain parts of that geographically, from my understanding, and a UK submarine got really close, from my understanding, um, Russian warship uh, fired back some warning shots to say, get out of here. Long story short, uh, the UK said that they, they never, those shots never happened. Um, thankfully, I'm reporting this a little bit later in the day so I could get more details being uncovered. What did the Russian government do? The Russian government then released a video from one of the soldiers on their ship showing exactly the radar screen of the uh, warning shots being fired unless that fo footage was faked which I doubt you can see the warning shots being fired so the UK government does not look so good right now with that being said I also believe that the Kremlin called in the UK's I think don't quote me on this guys it was ambassador or some political official that deals with Russia in certain aspects and basically said to the to that representative or ambassador go tell Prime Minister Boris Johnson that if this happens again you're you're going to be engaged in full um, I think it was full military conflict were the words they use so again look the russians don't mess around i, I the uk government argued earlier today that they had the right to be in that part of the black sea 
Now, again, Russia is now going to be closing off more parts of it. Maybe that was a result of this situation here, this instance. Maybe not. It's hard to say. With that being said, we're seeing the military strategies occur right in front of our eyes. And again, it, not maybe not all of it, because there's a lot of stuff we don't know, I'm sure. A lot of different factors playing in here. But I'll be honest with you, folks. Of all the things going on, I never thought I would see the UK and Russia kind of, you know, rub elbows, if you will. But, you know, this is... Uh, this is the world. Unexpected things happen. The next thing, and this is big too, folks, is that 751 unmarked graves were found in a First Nations residential school in Saskatchewan, which is in Canada. So it seems like that money and that funding actually went to digging up more graves and they found even more bodies. Look, folks, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to have to answer for a lot of things. And if those people are dead, then I guess the institution they represented, if they can even find the culprits that did this. So I don't know what to say at this point. This is separate, by the way, folks. Let me make this clear. This is separate from the 211, if I'm not mistaken, children that were found a handful of weeks ago as well. So, again, scary stuff. It just goes to show you how much more, how many more bodies are being buried there. And again, if, if not to say, you know, like I told you so, but for those on the Patreon, we discussed this a couple weeks ago about more of them being buried all over the place and some of the evidence to substantiate that, right? So, um, the next thing is that, and this is big as well, a Miami condo collapsed and many are feared dead. Specific details are still unknown, I believe from my uh, understanding, at, the, at least uh, as of the latest update, um, based on all the various outlets, one has been accounted for and 99 are reported dead. Now, some people are saying this looks like the result of a direct energy weapon. What caused this, we still don't know. I don't want to say too much. Um... Again, there is footage of the building just seconds before it collapses. I don't want to say too much with regards to what caused it because, again, this is one of those things where we can just extrapolate into thin air, uh, at least for now, until we get more details. But even then, we have to see, is the press going to be lying to us? Like, again, it, it's iffy. Now, this is one of many extrapolations. I'm going to bring this up just because I saw some of you in the community were discussing it. Could this have been the result? And this is, I think, some of you were asking this just in general to anyone willing to answer. Could this have been the result of an accidental DEW or, you know, certain frequency being emitted into, you know, mainland from underground or from something like this, uh, an experiment uh, from a vast distance? Hard to say. We, we won't know. And honestly, I don't know if I'll believe the official story, but we'll see what happens. I don't want to jump to conclusions yet. Uh, the next thing is that Ethiopia said it targeted rebels and not civilians in its attack on Tigray. Again, unless we're on the ground, I, I, don't, I can't comment on that. So... Uh, the next thing is that former Philippines president has died at the age of 61. The rumors have been uh, circulating that he's been ill for a while. Again, if it's not an intelligence operation and it's some type of natural death or something like this, a natural occurrence within the body in a medical sense, biological, you name it, then so be it, right? That's just, um, it's unfortunate, but, you know, that's, it, it's true. Um, the next thing is that Australia officials, uh, excuse me, an Australian official has tested positive for COVID as they went to shut down the country again, or sorry, as they want to shut down the country again, or at least they're considering it. Um, apparently there were like 11 new cases in Australia and everybody freaked. So again, you know, um, it's their country. They could do what they want. I, I, I don't know what else to say. I, I, I think I've been pretty consistent on that view. Uh, the next thing is that Putin said he supports talks with the European Union as some countries are hesitant, um, in terms of, you know, forming some type of coalition or agreement. I mean, look, let's see what happens. Germany and France seem to be a little more forthcoming, but, you know, um, he also, uh, sorry, the European Union also officially sanctioned Belarus over the flight incident. Um, 
alleging human rights abuses. So again, that's another thing too. The European Union, United Nations, it's, I don't know, folks, to me, the more I look into what goes on there, the more I see it just ripe with intelligence infestation of intelligence agents from all over, you know, different, uh, different parts of the world and all that. So Uh, The next thing is that Brazil's environment minister, who is facing an illegal logging probe uh, having to do with illegal logging in the Amazon rainforest, has now quit and or stepped down. Yeah, I mean, if you have an inside track that, you know, this whatever they're investigating about you, corruption charges, this or that is not going to be good. Quit quit while you're ahead. Pretty simple, right? Um, The next thing is that the Ivory Coast has sentenced ex-Prime Minister Soro to life imprisonment for coup plotting, so plotting a coup against President Uatara. Hopefully I said his name correctly. Um, I mean, look, if you're plotting a coup, man, and you're an elected official... Fuck me. <laughs> Jesus, pardon my English, but you're going you're gonna to have some problems if you get caught, right? And again, that's life. It's true. It's unfortunate, but it's true. It, it, if you get away with it, but it, it didn't happen. And I say that with air quotes, right? The next thing is that protesters in Colombia have felt there hasn't been an adequate enough response from the government at a national level. So people are turning to local officials and town halls to address the social issues they face. I mean, hey, um... Uh, this is what I'm saying. This is a good route because this is what I mean about um, when I say that politicians and governments all around the world, well, most governments, I'd like to think, or some, if you will, always say, listen, if you don't like something, vote someone else in. But what happens when you vote people in and they keep doing the same thing and not listening to you regardless of which political party? What What does the government then say? Well, then petition, peacefully protest, right? Protest or make a petition or something. Then the people in Colombia did that, and people all around the world are doing that still, whether it's for COVID or, you know, many different things, data collection, privacy rights, uh, um, you know, issues with the police, whether it's to fund them more, fund them less, all this type of stuff all over the world. But then what happens if you're protesting, and I said this many times, and the government's still not listening? And this is why I say I don't, I don't endorse violence, but I can see why people in some cases around the world resort to violence. If you're protesting outside of a government building and the the politicians over many days or weeks are not listening to the people, then I I don't know what else they do. Now, in this case, this is a good uh, alternative um, to violence, in my opinion, again, which is why I bring it up. Go to the local government, the local level. Do this for me. I mean, at this point, because if the federal level or at the federal level, if the 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 highest level of government tries to influence all the local areas of government and say, listen, you can't do that, then you're going to have a revolt, hopefully, from the local level of politicians. So the idea would be that, you know, the federal government can never just suppress the people. But again, this that's in a picture perfect world. That's what it is. That's not what it is realistically. Um, the next thing is that uh, Burkina Faso says 11 police officers killed in an ambush and four are missing. Again, I don't want to spend too much time on that because it's very unfortunate. Um, The next thing is that a Pentagon translator has been jailed for exposing U.S. sources to Iraq. Again, uh, that's what happens when you expose sources. Uh, Assuming this is the full context, which it probably isn't, but let's just assume for a second, this person and this... um, this uh let's see here translator knew what they were signing up for they knew when they signed on the dotted line they could not uh they could not change things right uh, in, sorry not cha- they could not reveal certain uh, secrets or conversations that they've been translating between do- two different people so um the next thing is that uh the new york state has suspended rudy giuliani's law license for quote demonstrably uh, false statements regarding the 2020 election end quote again 
I guess in the state of New York, if they want to take it away from him, they have the legal right to do so. It doesn't mean that we all agree on that. But again, this is this is one of the th- reasons why we have to uh, have this uh, up for debate, if you will. Right. So, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens there. The next thing is that a, an analyst says that the U.S. United States seizure of Iran-linked websites are very short-sighted, and multiple analysts are saying this. Now, with that being said, these analysts do have an inside track. I'm sure they have their sources, but at the same time, they don't know fully what's going on, not even close, I would imagine, right? So, with that being said, I do believe, I, I do hear them out. I think it's important to hear all opinions, regardless of how, you know, crazy or, or, or you know, what have you, uh, crazy or stupid or, or maybe even reasonable they sound, right? But um, again, I, I would need to know more about that type of operation and things like that. I think we all would, but the next thing is that uh, world powers are going to meet in Berlin to discuss the Libya crisis due to the presence of foreign mercenaries and things like that. Again, Libya, if I'm not mistaken, Gaddafi used to have Libya. He was not a good person, but the argument was, and I'm not, I'm not for this completely, but the argument was, was that he took out terrorists, just like Saddam Hussein in Iraq. Now, the argument has been that the West has left a void there. So, what do we do? Or what does, you know, and then the West gets out, and then the people there are left to fend for themselves. It's very tough, folks. It's very tough. This is the problem with a world power getting involved in any type of, land, um, you know, foreign land or nation that's either stable or somewhat stable. Um, and, yeah, even if it's sort of like on the rocks kind of stable, the problem then becomes the second you remove someone like Gaddafi, who I want to make clear was not a good person, but the argument could be made he kept certain things under control right? Even though he was not always doing it with the best intentions, of course. It's it's tough. I don't have the answers, and I think many of you don't either, and, and if any of you do, I mean, I'd more, be more than happy to check them out in the, in the comments if you're watching on YouTube. Um, the next thing is that uh, accounts show that Prince Charles, according to the BBC, that Prince Charles funded Prince Harry and basically sent him boatloads of money constantly up, <laughs> up until the, the mid-2000s, so basically up until last year. Okay, I don't understand what the big issue is. I mean, what, because the family said that they weren't talking? Who cares? Who cares? They're human beings sending each other money. They happen to have a lot, and they got the name Royal in front of them. I mean, I think it's a bunch of nonsense, but whatever. <laughs> Just my hum- a humble opinion. Um, the next thing is that a uh, the Cathay Pacific Airline told their employees to get vaccinated by August 31st or risk losing their job. Okay, you see, folks, this is the problem. The, the, the problem is this. This is the big debate. Freedom of speech. You can't, you know, why should I lose my job if I refuse to put something in my own body, right? With that being said, the other argument from, you know, the, the side of a company is, well, we're a private company. We could do what we want. I'm curious to see what will happen here. I'm very curious because I would imagine, again, depending on the country, I would imagine the workers, once they're hired, whether it's at a grocery store, an airline, or what have you, I would imagine workers have some rights. Now, with that being said, some of you might just have heard that and said, Dave, what the hell? Let's be real. They Workers don't. And I agree, folks. I agree. I'm just curious to see the way this plays out. The next thing is that Britney Spears' guardianship thing, court hearing, whatever, is happening over her $60 million estate. Yeah, I'm not going to touch that. I'm just I'm just covering it because I've seen it everywhere I've checked. I, I don't... I mean, I guess it gets clicks or views. That's why they still cover it, right? Um, the media I'm talking about. But uh, the next thing is that Canada Goose, the jacket company, uh, is going to end the use of all fur on its coats. 
I mean, good. I, I don't like to see real fur being used, to be honest with you. I mean, don't get me wrong. Let's be real, too. It is nice when you have it on your clothes. But to know that animals suffer and go through lots of pain for this thing to happen, uh, you know, it's tough. It's, it's, it's not tough. Sorry. It's unfortunate to hear. So it's good to see that they're ending that, um, assuming the animals stop getting, you know, abused as well, too. And the final thing is that JP Morgan bankers have told to um, are being told to report their vaccine status. Okay, look, I don't agree with that either, but I'll be honest, at least it's not as bad as the airline thing where they're saying, uh, again, unless I'm missing context, if JP Morgan is saying, oh, you got to be vaccinated or else you're gone, which I doubt, to be honest with you, but I mean, I guess it could, anything's possible. Um, Yeah, that's not as bad as the airline thing, but still. I mean, again, the argument is, well, why should you tell me what I can or can't put in my body? And the other side of the argument is, again, assuming the virus is legit and everything they say is true, which we got to be very vigilant of, but because of YouTube, I got to be careful. The other side of the argument is, yeah, well, you know, um, did you ever think of the fact that it could be manslaughter if you transmit it to somebody else? while you know while you you're asymptomatic or what have you now again folks i don't i don't want to get into this too extensively and the reason why i say that is because we can go into all different types of debates all different types of examples again i'm just <laughs> i'm just here to report that but um ultimately we'll we'll see what happens and and that's about it so thank you all so much for uh watching or listening and we will catch all of you tomorrow cheers